Welcome, welcome, welcome to Player One on Sin. I'm Jacob, and today I'm joined by Dem. Hello! I'm back again. Are you getting deja vu? Because it's 2021, not 2020. How good. Ooh. And, you know, this is a day full of ones. We've got one more guest with us. Of course, we have Jay. How are you? I'm always great. And I, honestly, ah, this new season is so amazing. I've heard like five things and I already, I'm just crying it internally for yeah. forever. Uh, yeah, this, 100% E. FYI, this is going to be a very exciting season. Of course, this is episode one of season one, year 2021 of Player One. But before we can get to our first segment, we've got to play song one of tonight. Uh, and that is Hollow from the Final Fantasy VII remake here Tasty. on Player One on Sin with Jacob, Dem, and Jay. Hello! And that was Hollow from the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Snowpoint City, in fact. That's what it's called from Pokemon Diamond, Pearl and Platinum. The remix, however, by BK Nap, a fantastic name with two Ps if you were to look it up. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. How are you going? If you haven't already checked out our socials, you should totally do that at Player One sin s-y-n if you're uncertain uh that's on twitter facebook instagram and player one on omni apple podcasts google podcasts and in fact the spotify it doesn't have a verb before it but you know that's the vibe and how are we doing fellas i hear there's some news on the horizon i'm down by the way there is there is quite a lot of news there's a little bit of news from um i guess the past month or so where things have kind of been in limbo and i will get straight into it this is the rapid fire news. Of course, firstly, Sonic is now in Poyo Poyo Tetris 2, and hearing him say Poyo Poyo and Tetris is very, very strange. The Last of Us TV show has found a new pilot director, and it looks like production is going ahead soon. Uh, there are unfortunately reports that CG po- uh, CD Project Red devs knew that Cyberpunk wasn't ready for release. Uh, mm. For those D&D fans, get excited because there is DNA evidence that has proven the existence of direwolves once upon a time. Um, Investors have laid a class action lawsuit against CD Projekt Red after reporting they were misled on the performance of um, Cyberpunk 2077 on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. The Switch has had the second best console selling year ever, only behind the Wii in 2008. I think the stats on that, like it sold 80% of all consoles last year, which is really impressive. They can't uh, cool. even print money. That's amazing. It's, it's amazing, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Call of Duty, of course, had the two best-selling games of 2020. Don't ask me which games they are. Um, we got super exciting trailers for Pokemon Snap and Mario Bowser's Fury. That was an interesting one. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed until 2022. There is an open-world Star Wars game in development at the Ubisoft. We'll get more, in, more into that later on. Uh, Rust will be coming to consoles in 2021. Takaya Imurama, I butchered that name, I apologize, who was the artist behind Captain Falcon, Fox McCloud, and Majora's Mask, has retired after 32 years with Nintendo. I was just going to say it's a really diverse art, art background. Like, you know, you go from Fox McCloud, a fox that drives planes, to Majora's Mask, which is about, we think, death. 
mm. think. We're uncertain, but anyway, theorize, that's... game theorize. Oh. Th- that's a theory, a game theory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Bethesda has officially announced an Indiana Jones game. I don't know if she'd be excited or not. The all-time Twitch viewership record has been broken by the Greg FG uh, when he reached 2.4 million viewers. Uh, this is another bit of an interesting bit of news. The PogChamp uh, emote on Twitch has gone through a bit of a change after it was initially removed after comments of the original face incited violence. However, the PogChamp emote has returned with rotating faces every 24 hours. And Motor yeah, hype. Yeah. PogChamp. Poggers, bro. Banjo-Kazooie was accidentally, quote-unquote, accidentally uh. listed for the Wii U before being removed. Maybe it's time to dust off the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> I was thinking of selling mine, and that has changed my mind. What? What well, about all the good games ca- and like Pikmin and Metroid? Pikmin came Donkey out on Kong. Switch, baby. Yeah, and me and Wii U and Donkey I Kong. Actually, I haven't turned it on in like two years. It's really bad. But the only reason I keep it is because I transferred all my Wii data to it, and now there's no way to put it back. Oh, and that's it makes me. It was really sad because all the virtual console stuff I have on my Wii is now terrible quality for life. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and last bit of news and most exciting news of all, Player One has returned for what is promising to be a blockbuster 2021. I don't know about you, but I'm really oh. excited. Now, we are rapid fire this. So, Jay, could you please take away with the new releases? Okay. Okay. I'm about to M&M this right here. Let's see. Okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long while. Oh. New releases. Out of the Riser 2, Lost Legends and Secret Tracy, PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, 26 January, Stronghold Warriors, PC, 26 January, Cyber Shadows, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, 26 January, R, No Surge, DX, PC, Switch, PS4, 28th of January, Steel, No Surge, DX, PC, Switch, PS4, 28th of January, Disc GR6, Defiance of Destiny, PS4, Switch, 28th of January, March and Frost, Myron, and The Forest Gift, PC, PS4, Switch, January 28th, The Medium PC, Xbox, 20 January 28th, The Sword of Necromancer, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, 28th of January, The Accuser Remastered Collection, totally gonna buy it, PS, Xbox, uh, 28th of January, Buddy Mission, Bond, Switch, 29th of January, Re-Zero, Starting Life in Another World, The Prophecy of the Throne, PC, PS4, Switch, 29th of January, God's Will 4, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, Stadia, really, 29th of January, Stadia, Stadia still, still alive? Yeah. Stadia, whoa, <laughs> now that's a poggers, bro, <laughs> don't recite the ancient text to me, I was there when they were created, Stadia, <laughs> wow, that is... That it really is just why <laughs> who was out there like can't wait for the new Stadia game? Who it's gives you your on. revenue? I'm it's here hanging for it, on. Bro. It's my favorite one. The, so the one Stadia stand. <laughs> There's gonna be some kid out there or some adult out there that's like, "What are you talking about? I put all everything into Stadia. <laughs> I didn't buy a next gen console. At least Stadia <laughs> was there for me. I couldn't wait for the, is, is, the Stadia. Is, is, is people who put money into it are just like." I have to get some sort of return back. Yeah, yeah. Pushing and pushing Please. and pushing, hoping. Uh, but you don't have to hope too much longer because we have our next song coming up, actually. Our next song, Spicy. of course, is The Whims of Fate from Persona 5 by Lynn. Here on Player One with Dem, Jacob, and Jay. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Bruh. You're listening to Player One on Sin. What you just heard was... Stay in, well, stay in bed by Alice Sky. I do that every day. I spend like two hours in the morning just staying in bed. Uh, oh, you're here. I know. It's just, it's so comfy. You're here with Jay, Jacob, and Dem. Hello, everyone. How are you guys going? Yeah, I'm doing I, um, well, actually. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I, I'm still yeah. quite excited. Obviously, first episode back. 
And you know what? I have to ask since you know we've just come back. What have you guys been playing? Been what a long you been playing, list. Dan? I do. Oh, long list. Oh, I'll long make list. you all cringe. No, so I will. I won't make you all cringe. I got really back into Pokemon, and like I feel like I talked about this at the end of oh, last yeah. season a bit. Like I bought Pokemon Sword and was like, I want to play this, and then I was like, I still haven't played this. And then I played it a bit and was like, yeah, it's kind of. Meh. And then I played the DLC over summer, and my goodness. It's good. It's tasty good. It's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I kind of wish there were more gyms in the DLC, if I'm honest, so I could, like, you know, fight towards something with it all. It would be really cool. But then I was like, I need more Pokemon in my life. So I've, like, gotten into Nuzlocke videos and stuff like that and Mm. just Pokemon challenges in general. And it's, it's like speedrunning, but, like... Whoa, you're going to play through the whole of Pokemon Platinum with just a whooper? What? That actually is a thing. Check out Small Ant on YouTube. Um, but then the strangest thing happened. For the first time since 2016, I opened Pokemon Go. Ooh. And I have been playing it a lot. And Did I you really Pokemon like Go it. anywhere? I Pokemon went to the polls. Polls, yeah. I if you will. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to say it. I'm like, will I do it? I'm going to do it. And um, no, I, I, I have enjoyed it. I haven't really left the house while playing it because I just always forget when I'm out. But it's fun. It's just it's just good, you know. Um, and yeah, that's been me. What have you guys been out to? Jay, how about you? Oh, no, oh. I insist. Oh. All right, all right, all right. So polite. So I have had the interesting luxury of starting up the Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, and I want to say, prefix this by saying I've never played a Final Fantasy game until this. And Ooh. this is building up to be one of my favorite games ever. It's, I'm not a big fan of ARPGs, um, but oh my God, it moves smoothly. It feels like right. It's not overly easy, like a lot of ARPGs tend to be, when I, my experience anyway. Um, and it's not absolute bullcrap like, I hear Final Fantasy 13 was. Um, so it's really, really, really exciting to play it. And I, I can't get past the fact that every time, uh, at least where I am in the game, every time any character refers to uh, Cloud, they keep calling him Soldier Boy. And in my mind, I can't stop laughing at that. Just because <laughs> hearing Barrett go, Oi, Soldier Boy. And What, do you mean it, the, the 2008 console by Soldier yeah. Boy? <laughs> It's oh, homage. Exactly. Easter eggs. <laughs> it's my, my favourite Easter egg, to be honest. Um, yes, yeah, so that, that's what I've been playing. I definitely suggest you play it if you haven't. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. How about you, Jay? Okay, so the list is very extensive. I don't Ooh. know if you guys know this, but I'm kind of a gamer. So uh, <laughs> You? I, I never yeah, would I have thought. <laughs> Six hours ago, I was playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2 Zombies, which is like an old, old game. And I was playing with the boys, as you do. I was playing Gary's Mob before. I was playing Phasmophobia, which was fun. I was playing some Team Fortress. I was playing some Counter-Strike, Rocket League, uh, Dead by Daylight, Grand Theft Auto V, Untitled Goose Game. I'm just going through the list for this week, just this week. Uh, Humans Fall Flat. Obviously, League of Legends, which I spend every night up until like 4 a.m. playing. Uh, Jay, Jay, are you a a PC gamer? Yeah, I'm kind of a PC gamer, not going to lie to you guys. When I wake oh up God. in the morning and I'm like, it's like one in the afternoon. Sorry. When I wake up at one in the afternoon, I play like Animal Crossing on my Switch. Uh, I was playing Overwatch with my mate. Again, he's like, 
top 50 and it's really annoying because I'm not good at the game. So I play with people at his level and get absolutely pooped on. Uh, yeah, that's most of my games. League is the big one. I play League of Legends a lot, all the time. Like any spare moment I have, that's it. Yeah, no, that's huge. That's a lot. I love how you came in with six hours ago, I played COD Black Ops. Like you've got the timing <laughs> for it. It's, it's brilliant. Um, you should see his schedule. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of brilliant, we have The Beautiful Dead uh, from Danganronpa, a cover by Family Jewels. Up next, you're listening to Player One on Sin with Jacob, Dem, and Jay. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You just heard KK Disco, a cover by Kumu, and you also heard The Beautiful Dead from Danganronpa, a cover by Family Jewels. And now, guys, we talked about what we've been playing recently, but we've also had kind of, you know, a big break for Player One. So I wanted to know... What games have you guys played through the holidays or looked at playing and thought, wow, this would be a great way to spend my late December, early January? This is the good question in the end. What have I been playing? I actually am uncertain, if I'm honest. I I feel like my holiday has been consistent from, like, November through to now. (laughs) So it's just, like, a big range, you know, like, I finished Mario Sunshine. I got really far in Mario 64 on the on the nice. uh, Switch releases of those games. I still haven't touched Mario Galaxy because I still believe that game is the kind of game where you play it and you love it and then you just don't remember it. And then I just get sad because I'm like, what was there? I remember there being... But also the jumping is really different. And I really like the flipsy-dipsy stuff that came back in Odyssey. So I don't know. It's I, I don't hate Galaxy, by the way. I think that came across once, but I don't hate Galaxy. I think it's a good game. I, I um, think I'm going to go on the back of that and say I kind of did the same a little bit. Um, played through um, in order 64, Sunshine, of course, 100% of them because they're all pretty easy to 100%. Mm. And then got to Galaxy, played through maybe the first 20, 30 stars and just went, wow, this one's really unfun. I don't know what yeah. it is, but I just can't get into Galaxy. And I it's... adore the movement in the other two. It wow. kind of it kind of bummed me out. Have you played it, Jay? Yeah, I love my Galaxy. That was my one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> I It's I don't know. I don't know if it's because like with the other ones, I'm constantly thinking, where do I go next? And with Galaxy, it's very like to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next yeah. thing, to the next. It's a very different style of game. Like I think somebody compared it. I I think I've already talked about this, but I'll talk about it again. Um, there, there's like this um this this video that somebody did where they compared the differences between Mario Galaxy and Mario Odyssey and how one is a, a sandbox game and one is a level-by-level game, like the original Mario's for the NES. And I think that's the clearest definition I can. I just don't like those those level-based ones. I think they're too linear for me. My brain just goes, okay, next one, next one, next one, next one, next one. Mm. And it doesn't have anything to be all like, what do I do? What I do think I do? also how do we... coming out of like Mario 64 and... Um... Mario Sunshine, you kind of get used to the worlds and you kind of, you know, you'll have this little bit of nook and cranny that you want to explore within Sunshine's beautiful worlds or Mario 64's sometimes very tedious cave map. Um, But yeah, you get very, very addicted to that. And we are running out of time a little bit. We've been rambling on. (laughs) So Jay, what have you been playing through the holidays? We heard what you played this week, but... Oh boy. League. Just league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just so play league. 
So it's it's what, a benediction. I love that. Where do you usually play? Who do you usually play as? Uh, I usually play the monk monkey monkey, monkey. together strong apes together. I play I play Wukong, the monkey. Uh, but um, I recently discovered this lovely little guy called Ivan, and he's a jungler, but he doesn't hurt any of the monsters. He frees them instead, and I just Aww. love that. He's so cute. Yeah, That's so awesome. usually you beat the monsters up and get the XP and gold, but he walks in and he goes, flee! And like, they, they all leave, and it's like, and you get all the gold and XP. He's just so nice, and all his voice lines are adorable. Like, it's just so cool. <laughs> oh my god, I That's, love that so much. That's, I, you know what? That makes me want to pick up League again. <laughs> just play Ivan. Don't play anyone else. He's cool. <laughs> I miss chilled out vibes in games, you know, where you don't have to smash everyone's head in, where you can actually yeah. just like, oh, I free you. Friends. Yeah, literally. And he's like on the equal ground with them. Like there's a, there's a mob called Grump and it, usually you fight it and kill it and everyone's like, I hate Grump. It's just this big frog. I hate him. But like Ivan walks up and goes, hello, Grump. <laughs> it's like, ah, <laughs> he's saying hi. He goes, run away, Grump. There's hunters in the jungle. It's like, oh, oh that's great. So story-based. I don't remember this being what League is like. <laughs> I know. Mm. No, that's brilliant. Speaking of forests, though, we're going into a next <gasps> song which actually takes place in a forest, if you remember. Now, this is my this favorite is song from Mario Kart. Oh my god, I'm cutting you off because I love it so much. <laughs> Why don't you introduce it then, Dem? <laughs> Just completely slap you out of the way. I love this song. It's amazing. Oh my god, it's Maple Tree Away from Mario Kart Wii. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Welcome back to Player One on Sin with Jacob, Dem, and Jay. You just heard Internet Song by Tamara and the Dreams. And Maple Treeway from Mario Kart Wii. And now, I'll be real, this wasn't the news I expected to talk about, um, I guess, ever, really. But EA and Lucasfilms, there's news going on there because the Disney franchise, Star Wars, has split from EA and is now free. It's free. It's free. We might get another Monkey Island, guys. It's kind of (laughs) good. Oh man, actually, this is so exciting. It means microtransactions might actually have been, uh, you know, yeah, it's told, been vanquished. Hey, your your role slain. isn't actually required anymore. You, you've been let go, my son, and that's all right. You'll find a new place in this world. Not uh, taking people's money for Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Yeah, that's all right. Look, EA sucks. I all agree, but I don't want to turn this into one of the gaming grudge matches. But like. They, they, it, it started off bad. Like the first Star Wars game they made was trash. And the second one was like, ah, it's a little better. And the third one was like, oh my God, they're doing things now. And like, it seems like they've finally got the hang of it. And then the rug's just been pulled out. Like they finally yeah. released like a good story driven, like Star Wars game, a little buggy, but it was fun. And then gone. Now, now it's, it's, it's back to Lucasfilms. Yeah. I, I personally really enjoyed, um, well, I forget the name of it. Uh, the, the last Star Wars game with like Kel Ketz as the, the redhead that was really unlikable, but you played him, so it's okay. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that. It was really, really good, e- even if there's yeah. a couple like bugs and loading issues, but it was a really, really good stepping stone. And then, it, as you said, it's just gone. And I kind of yeah. feel like maybe they should have had one more chance. You know, give us one more game. If it sells beyond a certain amount, we'll keep you. But, or just like, Give Lucasfilms more control, but don't like split off completely. Mm. I, I will say I'm a little worried we're going to get more um, more games similar to, I guess, the more niche games we got in the early Xbox era. Um, mm. 
because I'll be honest, going back to some of them, they have not aged well at all, uh, which is but a shame. Again, to completely contradict you, Jacob, and I, I, I do mean to challenge your producer. To, no, I don't. Um, oh. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, is this the same Lucasfilms that entered EA? Is this the same group or is it a, is it a completely new lot? Like, like nearly 15 years has passed since the Xbox, like, like if we're talking about the first Xbox. Like life has mm. changed. So I'm sort of, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we're looking at here. Are we looking at an all new game studio with new guys, people from EA, people from old stuff? Or are we talking about, Jay has really hurt his finger, I think. Oh. <laughs> I ripped a bunch He's of skin a... off. <laughs> we've got, a, we've got a, an emergency, guys. This is the way. Forget about Star Wars. <laughs> Jay has guys, hurt himself. I'm bleeding. Let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> guys, Lucasfilms is split off from EA. It's it's wild. I'm I'm curious what will happen. I'm curious what we're gonna get. Will it be the oh, same? Will it be different? Oh right. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Look after <laughs> yourself. But Star Wars, bro. Come on. Fix, fix yourself Star- up uh, in the next song break. Definitely, definitely. Um, but this is a quote from Sean's uh, shop tour at the senior vice president of global games and interactive experiences uh, at Disney. Um, he said EA has been and will continue to be a very strategic and important partner for us now and going forward. Um, but we did feel like there's room for others. So it does kind of sound like they are still interested in EA, but I don't think it's going to be a full-time, um, you now own it. They might give it to them and say, Hey, do Fallen Order 2. Interesting. See, Disney, I forgot Disney was involved here. Do you reckon Disney is going to start making its own game? Like, is there a Disney game studio that is overt? And out there, because Disney yeah. will totally do that and try and yeah. I reckon this is just a there has to be a Disney cynical... game studio. There was two yeah, there, there epic Mickey games. Yeah, yeah, to be cynical as dark, I reckon this is them making a move heavily into games production. I think it's heavily. also a bit of a mix of they've just started, you know, really fleshing out the Star Wars lore. If you follow anything like that with all these new mm. shows, I would not be surprised if they're like, okay, let's do some stuff in a video game. Let's make, let's print some more money. Let's print some money, guys. It worked before. It'll work again. It's Disney. It's Disney and it's Star Wars. You could put out um, C-3PO's uh, CDI adventures and it would still sell. C-3PO's CDI adventures? I don't know. Yeah. Was this a thing? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Master Luke, Master Luke, you must you must not do that. I don't know. I don't know what he says. R2. I just remember it. R2-D2, you defective droid. What I love is all this voice know. acting is still better than anything that came out of the CDI. So what? it works. <laughs> R2 scream. <laughs> all right. So oh, we're going to calm down a little bit. We're going to calm down a little bit. And um, we're going to go on a bit of a, a warthog run for this uh, bandage for um, Jay. Uh, of course, Warthog Run from Halo, a cover by Rashad E.B. You're listening to Player One with Dem, Jacob, and Jay. And welcome back to Player One. You just heard Mother Earth from Mother, and before that, Warthog... Ho- war- war- we'll try that one, one again. <laughs> Warthog Run from Halo, covered by Rashad E.B. What a name. I really like that pronunciation of Richard. 
I don't know if it is Richard. I feel like I've just insulted his name. Cut that bit. Anyway, uh, you're here, Player One, with Jay, Dem, and Jacob, and we're about to talk about some fun stuff with Square Enix, some trademarks. Don't we love trademarks? Oh, yes, we do. Trademark talk is either, like, the most interesting thing or literally the most boring thing. And It means other things. Sometimes, unless you're Pokemon (laughs) and you just... We'll tease them by trademarking grey. Um, but, of course, we're talking Square Enix, as we just said. Square Enix uh, has trademarked a whole bunch of stuff recently. And that is kind of exciting. Jay, why don't you divulge us a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, I can. I know nothing about the topic, but I will read what is in front of me. The in-game Shinra logo were publicly trademarked recently by Square Enix, which seems to indicate the new Final Fantasy VII remake. I know how to count Roman numerals. Final Fantasy VII remake projects are coming alongside the next installment of the remake series. The first soldier is a reference to the character Sephiroth, now in Smash, and Ever Crisis might have something to do with the previous Final Fantasy VII entries, such as the prequel Crisis Core released on the PSP in 2007. Final Fantasy VII Remake is also rumored to see a PS5 upgrade and a PC version in quarter one of 2021. I feel like a PC PC version and a PS5 uh, upgrade are pretty much guaranteed. The game looks amazing on PlayStation 4. Um, and when you put it up there, it's just going to be even better. Um, and with taking advantage of, I guess, the success that Final Fantasy VII has had again, um, amazing that, with, of course, Sephiroth in Smash, Cloud in Smash, the amazing response that that got, um, it would not surprise me if we got what looks like a Sephiroth standalone maybe backstory for Final Fantasy VII, maybe deeper into that with, obviously, the new story. Um, and things like Crisis Core, I'm not the most, you know, into uh, the knowledge of Final Fantasy lore or anything like that. There's a lot to go there. Um, but if they go ahead and release things like PSP games that, I mean, it's PSP. It did not get the, um, the love it deserved. It would be a great idea. I reckon. And there's been a lot of, like, putting the older stuff in as well. Like, I saw on the, the Switch eShop there was even... Final Fantasy VII, the original PlayStation mm. 1 version, which I have purchased and I'm planning to play through. And this time I will finish it instead of, you know, the one I bought on PC that I played 10 minutes of and then forgot I owned. That didn't happen. What am I talking about? But no, mm. I agree. I feel like there are big things to come from, from this. Like, I mean, we can only speculate, but the moves are being made. Mm. All we can do is make theories. Those, those are definitely game theories, you could say. Um, now, of course... I, I'm kind of curious with this because obviously Final Fantasy VII is the big one. But do you think they would be interested in, obviously with the success of these uh, games, and they're obviously trademarking, you know, thinking there's more to do with Final Fantasy around that era. Do you think they might look at remaking uh, Final Fantasy VIII, IX, or even both tens? Because I know eight and ten have even maybe not even bigger fan bases but fan bases that are close to the same size especially 10 it's interesting because i don't know a lot about final fantasy i just know that a lot of people really enjoy you know like 
the weapons and stuff. I know the gun blade comes in at some point, which was pretty cool for a weapon in general. It's like it's a blade, but it's a gun. Cool. Um, mm. But, yeah, I just I do know that they had some issues post 10, 10 and post. I feel like it was a bit, I don't know, again, if I'm saying the wrong thing, nobody come after player one. Um, but I, I feel like there was some, there was that whole scene where one of the people was like, ha 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 and that was like that was like the meme of i think that was nine or ten i'm not sure it might have been pretty sure that was ten and it's like yeah because ten's one of the more beloved ones and Mm. like people who love that game just love that it's it's the same thing as like people who love sonic adventure uh two love the bad voice lines they love the fake hedgehog bad like, bad i'm no, sorry it's so bad it's sorry. so bad. legendary it's, not... <laughs> it's so bad it's amazing let's let's be real and i don't know fake hedge- uh, i'll show you a fake hedgehog i'll make you, I'll eat, make those you eat those words <laughs> oh, I, chaos I would... control it's amazing <laughs> so bad. Uh... now's made up the sonic adventure one fans i'm looking at you sorry oh god fantasy here um <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that might. I feel like, in, like if the fan base is there, I reckon these guys will profit. Like the treatment the Zelda fans have gotten in the last couple of years has been pretty good on the remake, man, like, like on the remake train. So I reckon any other fan base is large or bigger would love it also, as long as the original product was respected. I have many words on some remakes, mm. many words. From what I hear, it does sound like. Um the Final Fantasy VII remake was respected in comparison to how it was, obviously, it's ARPG versus JRPG. Um, I'm not going to go too far into it because there is a review of Final Fantasy VII on Player One's um, website. Definitely check that out when you get the chance. Um, so good. But, yeah, and look, I mean, I, I feel a, really, a little bit bad because none of us are too um, into Final Fantasy. We don't know too much. This is a story from our contributor, Nick, thank you for all the work you did on this uh, this episode because that was amazing. Uh, but we did talk about Sonic before, and you know, let's go into some more Sonic. We have Sonic Boom from Sonic CD, probably my favorite '80s style song uh, on Player One with Jacob, Jay, and Dem. Top of the hour, too, everybody. It's your to Player One on Sin. Uh, obviously, if you do the time, I think the timing's right. It should be like nine now, right? Because we started nine, eight nine, on Monday nine, and now it's nine. 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 Uh, it's somewhere I'm here with there. everyone. All the lovelies. We got uh, Demi. Say hi, Deb. Hey. We got Jacob. Sad Jacob. Hi. Amazing, amazing Jacob. Fixing oh. this season. EPR. Amazing. Oh, so cool. And me, Jay. Uh, everyone check out our socials. Whoa. Actually, you know what? Before the socials, I just want to say to everyone listening right now, I love you. And also the song you just heard was If It Was Me by Black Rock Band. <laughs> and, uh, hey, uh, check us out. That's at Player One on Sin on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Player One on the, the podcast areas. Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm sure there's somewhere else. The Sin website. There you go. Sin.org.au. Check us out there. See, I'm just kind of a genius. It's okay. My gamer uh, intuition. I'm going to jump in as well and just say, uh, if you haven't already, look for the Player One YouTube channel. Subscribe and hit that bell. Ooh. There will be content going up this year. Not sure 100% when, but get excited because it is going to be great. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And up next, we have a red apple fell from the sky from Gravity Rush 2. Sin! Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You just heard uh, the Versus Cynthia theme. 
from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and A Red Apple Fell from the Sky from Gravity Rush 2. Two great songs. And I figured, you know what, guys? We've just had an amazing year, but this year is going to be even more exciting for multiple reasons. So I wanted to ask, have you guys got any predictions for the year to come? Um, Jay, why don't you start us off? Uh, can this be like personal predictions for yourselves or does it have to be like a huge gaming thing? Like I predict that Nintendo's stock market will crash. Oh, sorry. <laughs> why not? Is that how stocks work? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they cancel enough media. And be like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, either, oh, either, go prediction. ahead. I predict that the next-gen consoles, like when the quarter comes out, they won't have sold as many as they should have because I don't think anyone's buying them. I don't. I know I didn't care to buy any of them. Oh, I didn't have any, did they? they? No, they, they, they well, even out. when they sold out, I wasn't planning on getting any. That's yeah. a really good prediction, actually. I, I think I'm going to bounce off the back of that and say the Switch will probably have another like blockbuster year. Um, and just absolutely yeah. decimate the rest of the gaming field again for like the fifth year. I'm going to jump uh, off that again and say they're going to announce so many good Switch games and they're going to release Breath of the Wild 2 finally. Please oh, yeah. release it. I, this was my prediction last year that they'll release Breath of the Wild 2 and Zelda will be playable. Instead, they released <laughs> Age of the Calamity and Zelda is playable, let's be frank. But I think, I think Breath of the Wild needs to have Zelda playable. I, I think... Uh, Pokemon Snap will absolutely destroy the market as I reckon did, game of the year. As, yeah, as as um, Animal Crossing did. I'm surprised Animal Crossing didn't get game of the year. That would have been amazing. People are still mm. playing it. That game is still so relevant. Um, what else will happen? Uh, Diamond and Pearl will be announced for Switch, um, almost guaranteed. I don't know. How, I'm going to bounce but... off that and maybe annoy you. I reckon we're not going to get Diamond and Pearl. I reckon we're going to go. Let's go, Johto instead let's go johto you know what that's actually probably more likely i don't think we're getting diamond and pearl i I want to but i don't think it's happening (laughs) it's not fair i think the let's go games are fun i just they're not for me is my impression Mm. of it i I played through it once and went whoa this was really fun once and i i've never been able to get back into it um probably helps that i played it with a friend and we just bombed through the entire game uh by decimating everyone but another prediction i'm going to go off is we're going to get multiple big releases from nintendo around the holiday season i reckon because it's been forever since a direct and everyone keeps referencing that on twitter from what i say i reckon we're going to get one before the uh, before mid-year and they're going to announce at least two big games i reckon one of them will be bayonetta uh, 3 that thing's oh, been in limbo since yeah. it uh, was announced. I don't think yeah. we're getting Metroid Prime 4. I don't know. If we do, we do. Um, I want but... Sonic Adventure 3. I know it won't happen, but get the old team back together, stick <laughs> the soaps on his feet, and go for it. Do you know soaps are a real kind of shoe? I yeah, didn't know a, that. It was a brand deal. It was like the coolest brand deal ever. Oh, that was revealed to me. And I was like, I thought they were just being funny with words on the billboards. Because yeah. if you if you look at um if you look at the first like screenshots from Sonic Adventure 2 from the like build, uh, beta builds and all that, Sonic has his traditional shoes and they look so boring. But on the back of that, yeah, let's have Sonic. It's Sonic's 30th anniversary. Sega just re-release. Just remake. Don't try anything new. Just do what works. Sonic Mania 2, please. 
Sonic oh, Mania yeah. 3D Collection. Please. Oh, stop it. That would be so good. I just want to be able to... I don't want Sonic Heroes, by the way. I don't want that. Thank you. I don't want... Or Sonic I don't want Unleashed. to press a button and, you know, press button to fly off the stage in the random direction. I don't need that. I need press button to do fun. Give, give us Sonic Generations 2. That would be fun. Oh, my goodness. Imagine. Oh, goodness. Well... On that bombshell, it's time to... Ju- We're not ending the show, by the way, guys. I'm just stealing that from a certain other show. We jump over to a wonderful tune called The Triforce Chamber by BK Knapp. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Dem, Jay, and Jacob. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You just heard Black Thought by Ziggy Ramo and Stan Grant and Triforce Chamber by BK Knapp. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, now, of course, we have a bit of funny, interesting history kind of news that came out of, I believe, Bloomberg, of all places, regarding Microsoft and Nintendo, who, for reference nowadays, are quite buddy-buddy. They're like best friends right now. However, a interview came out with a former Xbox director of third-party relationships, Kevin Bacchus, Bacchus I'm not sure how to pronounce that, uh, who stated that Steve Bellmer, uh, who was obviously a higher up at Xbox, made them go meet Nintendo to see if Nintendo would consider being acquired. Instead, Nintendo laughed. They laughed. They laughed their bums off. And I quote, they laughed their they laughed their bums off. Yes, posteriors. And Kevin uh, Bacchus went to say that it was like um, someone was laughing at you for an hour. Uh, in his words, that was how the meeting went. And I can imagine. <laughs> just just like Shigeru Miyamoto sitting in the corner going, <laughs> Reggie, come get this guy I made out of Mario. here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Reggie, I, get him out of here. Kick him out. I love the idea of it, like Miyamoto <laughs> sitting in the corner, like almost Godfather style, just. Um... <laughs> you come to make me an offer. <laughs> I'm off, I cannot refuse. Oh wait, you're I gonna, can. Go you're away. gonna wake up with a Yoshi head refuse. in your bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this was pre-Xbox, by the way. So this would have been, in theory, one of the more interesting uh, buys if it did happen. Obviously, we don't have a date on when that is, but pre-Xbox to me means anywhere between 1995 and 2000. What that means is, could you imagine just after the N64 if Nintendo had been bought out by Microsoft? So instead this of the is Nintendo post-Sony partnership too. The Microsoft 64. Oh like, no, don't even suggest whoa. it. Somebody make a fan fiction where Nintendo was bought by Microsoft and what 2020 looks like now. We could have totally had Master Chief and Smash just from the oh. beginning. Banjo-Kazooie wouldn't have been butchered. Hey, no. Oh, maybe, well, maybe. I mean, but the, you know why they did that? Everybody wanted shooters, man. They all wanted shooters. But and that's Banjo-Kazooie why... Banjo-Kazooie was why... a shooter at points. It actually had Doom and Quake references. Okay. We do. It's okay, guys. Calm down. It's okay. The gamer rage. It's... Whew. Everyone <laughs> drink your gamer subs. Drink your G it's Fuel. Think Pikachu. Okay, think Mario. Pikachu. Think, Pikachu. Think good. Well, think good. 
Come on, good, guys. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. I don't know. What do gamers think? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, Nick oh, 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 <clears throat> um, Hawaiian shirts, Logitech headsets, glow-in-the-dark keyboards, uh, mice that don't do random stuff. I don't know. KFC console. Actually, like, yes, the KFC console, yes. The KFC, you're like, oh, I don't care that somebody say right. Nintendo. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to take a second to just kind of relax and get ourselves back into a more relaxed mood. And who better to bring us into a relaxing mood than Insane in the Rain music with the Sinnoh Trainer Battle theme, uh, obviously by Insane in the Rain music. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jacob, Dem and Jay. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. You just heard Aquatic Ambience from Donkey Kong Country covered by Goodnight Productions. And before that, Sinner Train Up Battle by Insane in the Rain. A smooth as track that calmed us down. But not all of us. Jay had to dart to mourn the sorrows of what the world could have looked like in an alternate 1985. Not quite. It was a bit after that. But anyway, Nintendo, Microsoft... What a wild ride. But in his place, we have the wonderful Nathan. Hello. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and of course, I am joined by Jacob as well. Oh, hi, and guys. Then... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Welcome, Nathan. Uh, how have you been? Before we get into anything, of course, this is the first episode of Player One, uh, Season One. We're back for 2021. Um, yeah. How have you I been? I almost said 2020. I've been uh, pretty good. I've been pretty good. Good, good. I feel like I'm going to bring down your spirits just a little bit, actually, with this next news segment. Yes, I, um, I'm, I'm reading it now. So the PS4 is on the discontinued path because PlayStation has confirmed, or Sony has confirmed, that they are con- discontinuing five of the six models of PS4s that are available in store. That they Why are there six the- models? What? It'll be like um, it'll be difference between like uh, terabytes, oh. the slim models, the original models, um, the, the oh, really equivalent to like the right? Xbox One X and S. And Xbox yeah, really get confusing, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they're using the uh, space on the um, the production lines, the uh, the, the factory space. Yeah. yeah, the factory space into building PS fives. Uh, oh, because, they do need that, yes. Yeah, PS5s are kind of uh, very hard to get right now. Yes, oh it's um, part of me likes the idea, but part of me is also a little bit devastated because the PlayStation 4 was really, really good. And uh, the, only, the only remaining model will be the Jet Black 500 gig PS4. And look, 500 gig isn't really enough. Let's, let's no, be- not at all. No, especially for online gaming where these things are becoming more entertainment centers rather than like just disc ports. Mm. So I, I definitely say if you've still got your PlayStation 4, hold on to it. Seriously, like yeah. the PlayStation 5 might have shiny white and all sorts, but the PlayStation 4 was still amazing and from what I've been, to- from what I've seen, and what I think I reported uh, end of last year, um, they actually plan on releasing games for the PlayStation Four still until about mid next year. They're taking, saying it's going to take a long time for them to fully transition into PlayStation Five, which mm. makes this move 
it's kind of weird. A bit. Yeah. Well, I guess they're kind of trying to, like, stop the PS5 from, like, flopping by yeah. not being able to sell enough because they don't have enough, I guess. I mean, I think it was yeah. Maybe an off decision to, I mean, I don't know what their business plan was. I don't know what their, their production spaces looked like. But in the end of a major financial crisis year for most countries, I just feel like it might have been a misstep to go ahead with I mean, people wanted it, people needed it, but did they have the resources? Did they have yeah, the production like, lines? Maybe they could have waited till like this year sometime, but like then they would have like, because a lot of their like releases are like, they do it to coincide with holiday periods so that people buy more of them. So if they didn't do it then, they would have missed out on the kind of Christmas period and then they'd be a year behind mm. Microsoft if they wanted to release it at the Christmas period this year. It's true, it's true. It I think this is do. also super interesting because um, the PlayStation 3 wasn't discontinued until mid-2017. Uh, so yeah. almost four years after the PlayStation 4 was released. This feels kind of like an off-the-cuff decision <laughs> I the way I see it is we reported on it earlier, Nathan, that uh, Nintendo has had an amazing 2020 with something like 80% of all consoles bought being Nintendo Switches um, and it being wow. the best-selling year since the Wii uh, for consoles, for one console, that is. I kind of look at it and see that maybe Sony is a little bit worried that the release didn't go the way they thought it would and that people yeah. didn't snatch them up the way they thought they would. Instead, they're worried Nintendo, who you can pretty much guess have got some big things put away this year, and Microsoft, who have still got to release uh, Halo and a few other big games, um, will be really breathing down their neck. It might be a scared decision for them. We don't yeah. know. Do you, think, do you think we'll see a similar thing happening to the Xbox One? I doubt it. Mm, I mean, yeah, they seem pretty on the, the DL. I don't know. Xbox is in a better uh, position because Xbox has the, uh, and more Microsoft has the money to keep the Xbox X, uh, no, X, Xbox One running for a while longer simply based on um, it will still sell. Uh, people will be dropping PlayStation 4s uh, and probably would have to try and get the PlayStation 5 or trading upwards and then just missing out, missing out on. Um, the PlayStation when it got scalped and so on and so on. Um, I imagine the best idea would be keep it on market to have the cheaper option that isn't the uh, the Series XS, which just isn't selling. Um, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> also, <laughs> Xbox is just super, super, super um, consumer friendly right now. And with Game Pass still being on there, this is their Game Pass machine. Uh, this yeah. is their best way to introduce new people. Mm. It's true. It's true. Hot dog. Well, we'll jump into a song, I guess. Oh, Hole in One from Rhythm Heaven. I don't know this song, but it sounds like fun. You're listening to Player One. Yes, I did mean to make that rhyme. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. I'm Jacob, and I'm joined by Dem and Nathan. And you just heard Oh Dear by Pearl the Girl and Hole in One from Rhythm Heaven. If you ask me, that song is a Hole in One. Now, we have some interesting news i want to say rumor news kind of just us banjo kazooie fans getting really really hopeful and kind of sick of seeing banjo uh, banjo and banjo kazooie 
trans uh, not translating um trending every week for no reason um i think uh, grant kirkhope actually put up on twitter at some point that he's starting to get sick of seeing um seeing it uh, trending when he knows there's nothing coming I love yeah. how Grant Kirkhope is now like the the spokesperson for Banjo Kazooie. It's just, I, he's <laughs> well, he he is. When when Banjo and Kazooie got into Smash, and Grant put up on Twitter his little video of him holding the little plush, going, "We're in, guys. We're back. We're home." It was like the most heartwarming thing in the world. If you haven't seen it, go look for it. Yeah. It will oh make you cry a little bit. Um, I love it. But what might might make you cry happiness? is that Banjo-Kazooie has actually appeared um, in listings for the virtual console for the Wii U. Recently, I love it how it's for the Wii U. Not for the Switch, for the Wii U. <laughs> it, it appeared in an official Japanese website listing. Uh, of course, Banjo-Kazooie and the game Blast Corps would be uh, coming up for the uh, virtual console on the Wii U, both originally developed by Rare, by Rare under Nintendo who has been owned by Microsoft for close to two decades. Poor guys. Um, and init- uh, Nintendo, though, officially came out and said that these listings were a mistake and then apologised for the confusion oh. and excitement it brought. Now, this is me being a little bit game theory um, type of thing here and just, you know, fingers crossed, but they're talking about Banjo-Kazooie. They're listing Banjo-Kazooie. They're listing Rare. Is there a trade going on? Is there money being handed back and forth? Is Rare coming home? Should Grant get back on the, the Twitters and we're coming home again, guys? We're coming home again, guys. Homecoming number two. Um, I think, I'm not sure. Like, I part of me is hopeful, but, like, part of me is just, like, uh, it's probably just a mistake someone made and, like, we should probably just, like, like not get too hopeful like don't get oh, false hope yeah, yeah I, I mean just, it's... I just think I don't know man Nintendo apologize Nintendo doesn't often apologize flat out for stuff they usually you know they acknowledge something happened and then they fix it or like you know if something like that would have happened they might just go nobody saw it it's fine well, but thing, I, fall... I think back to um smash when terry was uh, kind of leaked uh, i think it was some country uh, on their smash website they referenced snl um was it snl whichever one terry comes from uh, i think snl is a show my bad um saturday night live <laughs> john, john mulaney's coming to smash guys um <laughs> no but Please. when when it was um leaked they didn't say anything about it. They just quietly removed it. Nintendo yeah. does that. They don't very they loudly don't go like, oh, sorry, guys. My bad. Oopsie. Uh, this feels really strange. It could just be them pitying Banjo-Kazooie fans because let's be real. We got we got our just... one thing. It came 20 years later, but we got it. And we're going to have to wait. So do you, years, I bet. You, you think they're purposely trying to hype up something so that maybe when something does come out it's like there's more hype for it uh it's hard to say because you, you think about it and you think blast corpse also was announced with it or leaked with it quote unquote um which to me means we're not they're not listing like a banjo because we standalone remake or anything like that 
Blast Corpse is involved. And unless they're going to be like, hey, uh, N64 virtual console within the next year, which oh, could, you, could you imagine? That would make <laughs> Nintendo Online so worth it. Um, oh my god. Unless they're doing that in Blast Corpse and uh, Banjo-Kazooie are on there, I don't think we're getting anything. I think it might just be like literally a mislisting or like maybe they're in talks with Rare to rebuy them or something like that. Um, and those were some of the franchises they were talking about. But I have to ride your train on that one, Jacob. I agree, yeah. I don't think it's, unfortunately. Fingers crossed, it keeps trending. Come on, Miyamoto, look at your Twitter, please. <laughs> please look at your Twitter. I know it's not big in Japan, but it would still be nice if you could read my messages to you. Grant Kirkhope is, was, said he was friends with uh, Sakurai. Come on, give him a ring, be like, hey, i got a bear and a bird who aren't doing much. <laughs> like, yeah. Please, but yeah, don't get your hopes up too much. Keep it in the back of your mind, though, because if it's a thing, ooh. Um, ooh. It. My uh, game of the year. <laughs> uh, but, you know, what? since this is kind of a pipe dream, it's kind of a dream, I thought we'd take oh. this to somewhere that is full of dreams, actually. The Fountain of Dreams from Smash Bros. Go. Melee. That Here on Player One on Sin with Dem, Jacob and Nathan. And you just heard Beetle's airship, that's Beetle, not Beetle, from The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword and also Fountain of Dreams from Smash Brothers Melee. I just said Smash Brothers, but forgot the super. That's part of it. Uh, what a what a good pair um, of tunes. I think it's actually Beetle's Air Shop. Um, what did I say? Or is it Beetle's Air Shop? Yeah. I love it is. the idea it's that he has an airship, isn't it? It is, it is a ship. It is a ship in the air. So it is technically airship an airship shop. that is also a shop. So she's I not wrong. Through- I used to yes. be like, it's his ship shop. I like to go to his ship shop and then not buy anything ship, and then ship, get tossed ship. out for not buying anything. Welcome uh, to Player One on scene. Oh, well, yes. Speaking of welcome, goodbye, I guess. We're running yeah. to the end of the episode, unfortunately. We are having to wrap up. We have had a lot of fun tonight talking about all sorts, enjoying Episode One, Season One, 2021, Player One, um, you know, all the ones. Um, and speaking Ooh. of one, we, we've got one person here who was um not a part of the start of the show nathan of course thank you for joining us dem it was great to have you on and jay i i know he's run off he's he's still trying to fix that band-aid um thank you for helping out with the show and also throw uh throw out a thanks to uh player one contributor nick who helped write a lot of the show tonight so thanks for that um and of course if you want to find us you can find us on all the socials um literally all of them i'm going to read them out once i get them in front of me um that's yeah that is player one sin on twitter facebook and instagram and player one on apple uh, apple podcasts omni google podcasts and spotify and of course check out the youtube channel there's nothing really up from this year yet but that's yet so do hit that like button um do hit the subscribe button and do hit the bell for future notifications uh until then we will see you next week and just quick maybe a little hint maybe a little hype up there might might be an interview to get uh, hyped for next week. Uh, keep that on the down low, though. Keep that on the down low. Uh, oh, but until then, thank you for listening to Player One on Sin. We will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>